0: round. Mayor Matthew Dickerson joining me on the phone right now, mate. Uh, huge props to yourself and the council and the SES and the RFS and all the volunteers who jumped on board with getting the city back up and running again straight after these floods we had over the weekend.
1: Yeah, and it certainly was much better than back in 2010, mm. we had the Therese Bridge closed, and I'm only going on memory here, but I think it was probably two weeks the Therese Bridge was closed was for, a or time. a similar sort of time frame. Yeah. It was, and the traffic build-up across the LH Board Bridge, the amount of time it took to get kids from school from one side of the bridge to the other people into the CBD for work was dramatic. Even that one day that you talked about there, the lineup of cars was yes. out almost to the airport, obviously in the other direction, huge line-up past the raft base there. But people were pretty good about it. But I must, same as you, I must say to our staff and also the SES and the police, the Rural Fire Service, all the different agencies really pitched in together and I think did an absolutely fantastic job getting the bridge open again. Blyer Street we had open by Tuesday morning. So I think as much as you can't control the water... What you can control is what happens when that water goes away, and I think all of our team have done
0: an absolutely fantastic job there. I think it was great that um, that the traffic was only really affected for 24 hours, unlike, as you said, the 2010-2011 flood. <laughs> it was it was a couple of weeks there, so I think I think it was uh, yeah, props to council all around. The next obvious question a lot of people are going to be asking is, wet weather has brought on a few potholes in our region. <laughs> I've noticed a few. I wouldn't even call them potholes. I've noticed a few just full-on sinkholes. That's what yeah, I'm looking for.
1: That's right. Careful you don't lose your car down some of them. They are bad. There's no (laughs) doubt about that. And before this latest rain event, obviously we've had a very wet time after our 2019 drought. Mm. It's been rain, rain, and more rain. We actually did a calculation recently before this latest range of rain events, and we said our road backlog was approximately $40 million. So in our WLGA, if we just had someone drop $40 million on our lap, we would say that we could get the roads up to an acceptable position if we could get enough staff and enough materials to do all the repairs. But that was before all this latest rain. So now, obviously, we haven't had time to assess it all, but it would be more than $40 million. So it's a long way behind. And to give you an idea of how some councils are approaching the problem, I know Armidale have actually asked for a special rate variation Mm. of 50%, an increase of 50% over the next three years, to solve their road infrastructure backlog. Right. Now, I'm not suggesting that Dubbo's about to go and do that, so don't go and get too scared about yeah. it. anyone that we're going to go and put the rates up by 50%, but it is a problem across the state, and this latest rain
0: has not helped. Yeah, might have to go shake the tin out the front of Dougal's office or something. <laughs> Hey, let's talk about Keswick and- Estate because I hear that uh, that uh, some uh, property might be about to become available, which is good because, as you know, there's been not a lot of property available in the last few months.
1: And that is one of the things that we're really working on, getting more properties on the market, more real estate on the market. People want to move to Dubbo. It's fantastic. It's exciting, but they haven't got somewhere to live necessarily, so it's a real challenge. We've got 52 blocks of land at Keswick Estate. And because the market is so variable, so hot, Mm. you might say, for the first time ever, councillors decided to put a whole range of lots out for auction rather than sell them as they normally would. Mm. And we've done it before with small numbers of lots, one or two lots. But in this particular scenario, we're doing the auction over three different auctions. The first auction is on this Friday, the 14th of October, 10.30am. If you want to do it physically, you can go to the cultural centre. If you want to do it online, you can also go online, just look at the Dubbo Council website and it'll show you where to go to register there. And this is something we're trying for the first time ever as well, doing something where you've got a physical and an online presence to be able to do an auction of a parcel of land. So that's pretty interesting, but obviously what we want is people buying those lots, people bidding them up, because obviously that's good from a a return for the investment from a council perspective, Mm. but also we want people to be moving into those places, building houses on them. So first auction is this Friday,
0: 10.30am. Thank you so much for your time this morning. Also, a special shout-out before we go. we run out of time here, but a special shout-out to the Old Dubbo Jail for also getting nominated for one of those New South Wales Tourism Awards alongside Taronga Western Plains Zoo. Yeah,
1: that's the finalist in those same awards and it does give you an idea of just how strong the tourism products are in Dubbo zoo is obviously fantastic, our number one tourist attraction. But the Old Dubbo jail it's a great facility we've got in Dubbo as well. And there are finalists as well. The 17th of November will be the gala celebration night. Yeah. So I'll go to that night and hopefully,
0: hopefully come back and be able to show off a shiny trophy to you. Mayor Matthew Dickerson, thank you so much for your time this morning. and We'll catch up next time.
1: My pleasure. Hello,